Billy got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together, you and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody, we've been hating. Welcome back. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. This Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. And uh, real quick, uh, before we go to the phones, I'll finish this article. But top of the second hour, let me just say again, I mentioned it yesterday, but RBN... uh, can use your help. This is a listener. Uh, this is a listener-supported network. There is no Gates Foundation grant, no Rockefeller grant, no Soros grant. For obvious reasons, we are inimical to their interests, and therefore, you know, those guys won't fund RBN. I thought it was interesting. I will say this. Um. I will say this real quick. This this was not. I did not. Uh, I did not think kindly or fondly of this. If you listen to this network, you know that I uh, speak favorably of James Corbett. But when he sent out his uh, dear subscribers deal, you know, are you paying member of the Corbett? report community then you can log in are you paying member of the core okay uh just contact me if you don't know how to log in are you not a paying member of the core report community then you can continue on with your day doing whatever non-independent media supporting things you do with your time i'm sure he didn't mean to offend anyone at rbn a place that he actually spent some time broadcasting uh, I I am not aware that RBN is non-independent media. I mean, if James Corbett is media, the network that carried his broadcast for a time is probably media. So, you know, I think there's maybe a more tactful way to handle that. I think I understand what he's getting at, but to basically lump everyone else into that one bucket is... Well, it's a lot of things. I'll just let you pick the word. You can you can uh, decide what adjective to use there. Anyway, Republic Broadcasting is a is a the Republic Broadcasting Network is a listener supported network, and your support is greatly appreciated. Those faithful folks who support this network thank you for your support and uh to those who haven't 
ever or haven't in a while, please consider supporting the network. It exists because of folks like you. That's why the Dear RBN uh, post on RBN. It's you. So there's that. Why are you talking about this stuff real quick? Why are these things happening? The Lakewood Church thing, the Kansas City thing. And, you know, what is what what did the strategy of tension episodes have to do with our American religion, Chris? Well, maybe I'll get into the the gladio, you know, the archetypal um, operation itself as as evidence of the archipelago. And once you see it, it's like the the Streisand effect. The things that are supposed to be hidden suddenly become more obvious by way of trying to hide them. What does this have to do with our American religion? Well, it's pretty simple. You know, again, speaking of the things that I talked about in the first hour that in, you know, are in flux and you can adjust the ratios. So that's what's happening. That's what the strategy of tension episodes are supposed to do to again to bother, to borrow from Richard John Newhouse. Religion is the root of culture, culture is the root of politics. We got to change the politics, we got to change the culture. How do we do that? We change the Religion, so we need a slightly different mix of, you know, gun. We need a slightly different mix of gun, and of course we have the communitarian responsibility to protect, R2P, and even responsibility to prevent. Oh my goodness, future crimes. We have to get rid of the future crimes. That's what's happening in simple terms. That's why the strategy of tension episodes. We have to adjust our religion, to adjust our culture, to accommodate this new, you know, anti so many things like being able to defend yourself. It's not just guns. It's not just being able to defend yourself, your loved ones, your community, your country. It's the whole psychological backdrop of that. I have a family member who recently turned 18 and the family was joking about all of the things this young person can do as a result of turning 18. And it's, uh, this is the state of affairs in America. Happy birthday. Go vote. Buy cigarettes. Buy spray paint cans from Walmart, enlist in the military, and all the other fun stuff you can do when you turn 18. I remember, and many, we've talked about it on this network and even this broadcast, so many people remember being a young person, going to the grocery store, buying cigarettes and booze for parents with a note. And sometimes, you know what, the note's scribbled. That doesn't look like your your mom's handwriting or your dad's handwriting who's that's probably not your parents handwriting you know the times that mark twain wrote about so to speak oh yeah and cold medicine oh yeah and this and that when not too terribly many generations ago Admiral David Farragut was commanding naval troops at the tender age of, well, let's just say uh, probably middle school, middle school age. Jefferson was running the family farm, the 2,500-acre 
family farm at around the same age. This is where we came from. Now we have, you know, when you turn 18, you don't have to ride in a car seat anymore. I mean, that's about as that's about how bad it is. And there's a reason. We have to infantilize people, make people feel like they have to, you know, rely on their kidnapper to protect them from themselves and one another. We'll go to the phones, but, you know, here is the here is the excerpt that you get in all of these kinds of articles, whether it's Kansas City or the Lakewood Church episode in the Gladio Archipelago. Here is the line. The shooting is just the latest instance of gun violence disrupting American life at places once considered safe. Well, you got to get that soundbite in the article, don't you? It took 12 people, but by golly, they got it. This one was at a place of worship. Others have been at schools, grocery stores, outlet malls, hospitals, college campuses, and house parties. And all of those schools, grocery stores, outlet malls, hospitals, college campuses, house parties, all six of those are linked to other stories, obviously. Nowhere is safe. What are you going to do? Changing the religion to change the culture to accommodate the politics. But really, it's to accommodate the religion. That's a different discussion. Anyway, to the phones, uh, James in Vancouver, thanks for calling. Welcome. Yes, good morning. <clears throat> good morning, sir. I uh, just, yeah. You know, <laughs> sir, I like that. Uh, Osteen here, it says, is estimated to have a net worth of. Um, 180 million, let's say. And his annual let's just income say. is 30. What's that? Let's just say. Well, <laughs> 501c3. Um, this uh, <laughs> this uh, church I looked at at Lakewood, it's a football stadium. And uh, yeah. he's pulling in 45,000 people a week. And uh, just the numbers are incredible. So I, I got to know, first of all, He's got security. People like this got security. In there. He's got a $15 million home. Now, with the security comes the metal detectors. <laughs> I'm not going to let anybody walk into my my $250 million operation and not walk yeah. through metal detectors. So, uh, uh, Houston, we, between services, we got a problem here, I think. What's yeah, it was in between services, preparing to go into a Spanish service, according okay. to Osteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh. Oh, it was a Spanish deal. Yeah. Um. When you uh, go to any, uh, sport, I don't mean you, but when people go to sports events, you you got to have security. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to be liable. As the official, uh, if I'm, this is my church or whatever operation, uh, uh, and they know I got money and somebody gets hurt, they're coming after me for the bucks, you see. Yeah. Uh, so Is the FBI going to show money. up and tear down Lakewood Ch Church, the, the Golden Goose? I doubt it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Anybody pressing charges? Of course not. 
can violence, you see. Well, it's, uh, mm. uh, this has happened. So this Kansas City um, Chiefs after party, I don't know if that one's been properly um, analyzed, and um, it goes down the road because uh, it's the government uh, running these ops. It's the, and, uh, it's the Gladio Archipelago. That yeah. should be the next installment to um, Solzhenitsyn's Gulag Archipelago. It's the Gladio Archipelago. Hmm. I mean, uh, the government's everywhere. Um, yeah. I think including You want RBN, me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Yeah. To save you from yourself. You want me on that wall. You need me yeah. on that wall. That was from A Few Good Men, am I right? Um, you, our you are guy, correct. what's his name? Sorry? Yep. Correct? You are correct. What's that yes. guy's name? Uh, Jack. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Well, yep. um, I, my buddy for a long, back in Taiwan was a Marine Corps guy. Um, I, every time I'd go over there, I'd get him a lesson in the Marines. So I, I'm not a Marine, but I know a little bit about it. You know one thing about the Marines? We never leave our dead and wounded behind. We'll shoot our way in there to get our dead and wounded. <laughs> yep. So, um, then the enemy's scratching their heads going, what's this? All we see. So it's psychological. Absolutely. They're, They're good fighters, the Marines. Here's, a, here's so. another fun thing. Speaking of, uh, you know, thank you for your service. During the interviews, um, Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said, I want to commend those officers, the off-duty officers, security folks. Uh, she had a long gun, and it could have been a lot worse, Finner said. But they stepped up and did their job, and I want to thank them for that. And so if I if I was writing a thriller – this would be evidence of maybe someone's having difficulty with what happened and someone saying, shut up, you're a hero. And uh, if you have a problem with that, you might have an accident. So we should maybe keep an eye on the headlines and hopefully nothing bad happens to anybody else. So there's a veiled threat there, you're saying? Yes, oh, that's the way it reads to me. Um that, in other words, don't investigate this too much and uh, uh, just leave it alone kind of thing. And and for what those I, uh, two officers who are involved, I would I would guess that if I had to guess, you know, because it's two off-duty officers, 28-year-old Houston uh, PD officer and a 38-year-old agent with the Texas Alcohol uh, Bever Alcoholic Beverage Commission, my guess would be since it's the uh, the Houston police chief, it's probably the 28-year-old idealist who was involved who says, this doesn't, something, something's not right here. Hey, be quiet, you're a hero. Oh, I see what you're getting at. I see. Um, well, when I hear the term long gun, that's got me scratching my head because usually Texans know their guns pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, was it a C4? Was it an AK? Was it a 
know, people, well, everybody in Texas, so yeah. The story is illegally purchased AR, a, I should say that slower, a legally purchased AR-15 with a, and here's where it gets fun. See, I was going to talk about this, but, you know, with a Palestine sticker on it, police said a federal law enforcement <laughs> source previously told CNN free Palestine was written on the gun. She also had a twenty two yeah. caliber weapon in her bag, which is not used. Anyway, so we got to throw some Palestine in there, too. Well, then that brings in a possibility of um, a, uh, an op. Uh, I'm not saying it was a real shooting, but the whole uh, news article is an op. Uh, for uh, pro-Zionist type of, um, um, you know, message, like uh, what I'm hearing all the time uh, on uh, 77 WABC uh, in New York City, you see. Is, uh, um, and, uh, uh, by the way, I wanted to say that, uh, that Osteen, according to what I read, this is a non-denominational church, evangelical, so, um, if you were to go there, let's say, I'm not saying you would, but if you were, would there be any conflicts of uh, belief uh, going on here, or uh, would I would I be mistaken? In other words, you got many different people with many different beliefs. Am I right, or um? um. I don't, I, I don't myself, know that I wouldn't. I'd be okay with it, but I'm just saying. Um, I guess everybody's happy. Okay. Well, I, you know, I would. Uh, I mean, I can offer my speculation, my conjecture, but I don't. I don't know that I'm qualified enough to say with certainty. Yeah. I my guess would be, uh, you know. Services full of lemmings, which isn't fair yeah. to lemmings, but that's just yeah. speculation on my part. Right. And By so the way, they, for, yeah. they share that common bond of, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, I went to a, um, a revival here back around 2015 or something. I just got back from uh, living overseas, and it was... Uh, it was uh, Franklin Graham that did it, uh, and mm-hmm. I, I went to... Uh, what were they reviving, just out of curiosity? Well, I think they were trying to revive me. <laughs> well, revive what? Um, no, no, but I'm just saying that it was the Bill, It was like a, a Billy Graham, um, what do you call it, crusade, that's it, sorry. And uh, But Billy Graham had passed away, or was uh, unable to make it, maybe he had passed away. Franklin Graham did the revival. I did the uh, uh, crusade, and uh, it was quite, uh, like I said, it's professional. I mean, it, uh, the music is professional, and the <laughs> details are professional. Interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, James, right. as always. Thank you. Yeah. Stick Good around. Good morning to you all. right back.
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story. It's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday.
Welcome back. I guess that was a short little intro. I'm just looking at this uh, CNN article and I don't know. I'll stop harping on this. We need to move on, but uh, I'll just go down through the article real quick and we'll do that. Because it's ridiculous, really. Uh, again, so the number of folks who worked on this, Christina Maxuris, Lauren Mascarenas, John Miller, are the, uh, the byline article is attributed to. And then you have Raja Razik, Andy Rose, Ashley Killo. John Miller, and Jamie Lynch. So you have eight people, you know, not including photographs, eight people working on one article, three authors and uh, five more contributed. And it's garbage. Grade school kids could write better. Uh, so the shooting is just the latest instance of gun violence disrupting American life at places once considered safe. This is what the article is all about right here. This one was at a place of worship. Others have been at schools, grocery stores, outlet malls, hospitals, college campuses, and house parties. You're supposed to be afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Two off-duty law enforcement officers confronted the shooter. Moreno entered the church accompanied by her son. Once she entered, at some point, she began to fire. That's interesting. I'm sure they have video technology, no doubt. Just like James was uh, mentioning, you know, you're not going to let some, you know, crazy lady walk in and um, disrupt your Cash cow worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Let's see. Let me back up, though. Uh, she entered the church wearing a trench coat and a backpack. Wearing a trench coat and a backpack. And... Not to nitpick, but, you know, you got eight people working on this story. I guess it was the other story, maybe. Um, you know, where do people get the, the information... According to the BBC article, police said the suspect used an AR-15 rifle for the attack. She also had a 22 caliber rifle, but did not fire that, that weapon. Have you been following what's going on in Texas, for example, with firearms? And, you know, I mentioned... Um, I think last Friday, 
um, when you look around, if you're sort of just kind of casually paying attention, uh, Missouri, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas, what I said, I mean, think about it. If you want to change the culture to to adapt to the politics, these are the places that you need to go after among a, a, a few select others. Missouri, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas – So, uh, AR-15, 22 caliber rifle. But then further on in the CNN article, she also had a 22 caliber weapon in her bag, which was not used. A 22 caliber. So she had a 22 rifle in a backpack. I mean, I guess it's possible, but just the 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 whole article doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And again, that was confirmed. By law enforcement. You can't handle the truth. We're headed into a break. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-928. 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S. I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. 
Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. It's the good life Full of fun Seems to be the ideal Yes, the good life Let's you hide All the sadness you feel You won't really Fall in love Cause you can't take the chance So be honest with yourself Don't try to fake romance It's the good life to be free And explore the unknown Like the heartaches When you learn, you must face them alone Please remember, I still want you And in case you wonder why Well, just wake up, kiss that good life Goodbye So, um, when was the last time you heard about a 36-year-old mother uh, walking into a place indiscriminately shooting a church of all places? Just shooting the place up for no apparent reason. When was the last time you heard a mother walk into a place and start shooting a place up with a set with the mother's seven-year-old child in tow? Does that ever happen? I mean, is that likely for no apparent reason? I think it's about time that we pause and ask some serious questions. Um, long past time. From the Houston Chronicle article that I mentioned earlier, which is a thread basically, so, you know, Lakewood Church shooting, su- suspected shooter confronted, uh, unarmed guard, unclear who shot child. This is the on page. 
headline, the metadata headline, Lakewood Church shooting, shooter acted alone, motive still unclear. So we're absolutely certain shooter acted alone. Got to make sure we get that in there because, wink, wink, you wouldn't want to think that there was a an op team or a handler or anything like that involved. Somebody wound this person up and sent them in to do something. And this one, you know, by Sarah Smith, Jair Romero, Elizabeth Sander, Catherine Dominguez, Matt DeGrude, John Wayne Ferguson, seriously? Shikari Briggs and Claire Howe. So it's interesting how, yeah, exactly, I'm getting to that. Transgender woman, well, you know, I don't know. How are we defining terms? Who's defining terms? Yeah. We can't say that because that's, see, it's, do you see how all of the sound bites are getting pulled in? I'm getting to the transgender thing in a second. So you got eight people writing this uh, Houston Chronicle article, including John Wayne Ferguson. It's funny how everyone, you know, Jair Romero, I don't know, Shikari Briggs, Claire Howe, those are some people you can probably find pretty easily on social media, for example. But Sarah Smith, mm, John Wayne Ferguson, is that really a person? You know, there was a John Wayne with three names. Um, anyway, I digress. From that article, officials, uh, Lakewood shooting suspect. This is basically the thread collection of articles. So officials, and, and so in that sense, I suppose it makes sense that there are eight people who are contributing since this is a, con, this is a uh, conglomeration of other, of all of the articles. Officials, Lakewood shooting suspect acted alone. Christopher Hassett, commander of the Houston Police Department's Homicide Division, said, the investigation was ongoing and very fluid, quote-unquote. He said the suspect, 36-year-old Janesse Moreno, acted alone. They're already sure of that. I, I mean, okay, fine, she walked in and she acted alone. But, Asig said Moreno allegedly pulled up to uh, the west side of Lake Lakewood Church at 1.53 p.m. on Sunday. She pulled a 7-year-old child out of the back seat and a bag. A security guard let her in along the west side of the building, but it didn't seem strange that – so a security guard, who was that person? It didn't seem strange that you know she was dressed like Neo from The Matrix with a trench coat and a backpack in Houston. What was the weather like? <clears throat> anyway – Probably not 30 where I am, like where I am. Uh, at 1.55 p.m., she allegedly uh, fired multiple rounds into the hallway. Allegedly fired multiple rounds into the hallway. Two off-duty officers who were working uh, security shifts at the church returned fire. The woman who uh, the woman fell to the ground, Hasek said, as did the seven-year-old child who was also shot. Hasig did not specify who shot the child. Of course not. Hasig said Moreno was firing her gun both indiscriminately and in a targeted manner. I'm curious what that means. 
she engaged our officers. She was trying to shoot our officers, Hasig said. Hasig said the 57-year-old man who was wounded was an employee of Lakewood Church. Which, you know, I mean, that just sort of flies out of nowhere, just like in the CNN article. Investigators are still looking into the motivation for the shooting, of course. Well, you know, she loved Palestine, hated Jews, and was uh, confused about her gender, but we can't talk about that. And that's the limited hangout we all get sucked into. Meanwhile, religion, culture, and politics change. They shift gradually by degrees. This kind of thing at this point, in my humble estimation, should be uniting Americans. I don't care who you are, what you look like. I don't care Christian, Muslim, Jew, atheist, whatever. This should have everyone saying, now hold on a second. You're telling me, so let me just finish with this little snippet. Investigators are still looking into the motivation for the shooting. Hassig said uh, investigators believe Moreno had a mental health history and has used several aliases. Early investigations found uh, anti-Semitic writings. Hasig said investigators, I mean, come on, really? <laughs> Early investigations, anti-Semitic writings. So... These kinds of – the way this is phrased, early investigations found anti-Semitic writings. Uh, who wrote them? Where were these writings found? What does early investigations mean? It's very – it's a very uh, ambiguous way to couch that. Anti-Semitic writings by whom? I mean – if I was being investigated, you would find some anti-Semitic writings or allegedly. You know what I mean? Because I've read some things that would be construed as you know all kinds of things. I've talked about many books and articles and things on this broadcast. You could say the same thing about someone like me. Does that mean I'm anti-Semitic? Early investigations found anti-Semitic writing. I'm just saying these – the way this is phrased – it's phrased in a way that makes most people come to certain conclusions that uh, aren't necessarily accurate. And it's funny how every article is written in just such a fashion with all of these people working on it. Doesn't journalism try to get to the bottom of things? The who, what, when, why, how of of exactly what happened and you're you're getting information from the official source in this case Christopher Hassett commander of the Houston Police Department's homicide division is the primary source for this information in this case but we can't be any more clear than this Hassett said investigators believe there was a dispute with Moreno's ex-husband and his family some of those individuals were Jewish. Oh, well, there you go. Now, that's clearly a reason to walk into who who attends Lakewood in, in all of this. I haven't seen which of the Jewish family members attend Lakewood Church. 
Does that make any sense to anyone? Investigators are still looking into a motive for a lady who gets out uh, with, you know, 36-year-old lady, 7-year-old child. The mental picture to me is dressed like Neo and Trinity in the Matrix with a backpack that apparently has a rifle in it, 22 caliber rifle in her bag. Was it a bag or a backpack? Do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. This stuff doesn't make – that's why the investigation is very fluid. We got to clean up the narrative. Allegedly fired multiple rounds in the hallway. But she was she, she was firing both indiscriminately and in a targeted manner. So she goes to Lakewood. Who's there at Lakewood? In between services that has anything to do with the alleged dispute. Early investigations found anti-Semitic writings. Hassig said investigators believe there was a dispute with Moreno's ex-husband and his family. Yeah, that's the CNN article says that played out on social media. Okay, that's fine. Some of those individuals were Jewish. Are the Jewish individuals attending Lakewood Church? Any of Moreno's ex-husband and his family, are any of those folks attending Lakewood Church? Why would a person do this with their seven-year-old child in tow? No one saw a twenty-two caliber rifle sticking out of a backpack or an AR-15 somewhere that Trinity, you know, brought two rifles into a church was not strange in between services with the trench coat and backpack. There are certain kinds of rifles that you can get in a backpack. You can fit in a backpack, but that would be a whole different conversation. Legally purchased. Legally purchased. Let me see. Let me back up. CNN article. Back over to the CNN article. Tom George Thomas. That sounds, yeah. Does Is Tom George Thomas a real person? Because that's an interesting name, isn't it? Did AI write this article? Search warrant identified the gentleman injured who just randomly shows up with no, no other information. Tom George Thomas. Okay, maybe. The gunfire unfolded while the church was in between services and preparing to go into a Spanish service, Osteen said in Sunday's news conference. Did he say the gunfire unfolded? Because that is, again, a really peculiar turn of phrase. The gunfire unfolded. Okay, I guess you would never say, in this circumstance, the gunfire unfolded. I would never use that turn of phrase. I can't imagine anyone using that kind of language. It's all very peculiar. So Osteen said, uh, I can only imagine if it would have happened during the 11 o'clock service. 
again, just you know, we should play the interview. He he's just weird. It's all weird. He's not a real person. None of these people are real person. Real people, Mark Zuckerberg, guys like Joel Osteen, they're not real people. Anyway, the shooting is just the latest instance of gun violence disrupting American life at places once considered safe. This one is a place of worship, schools, grocery stores, outlet malls, hospitals, college campuses. Okay, I already read that. Two off-duty law enforcement officers confronted the shooter. This is the CNN article. One federal law enforcement source told CNN she fired around 30 rounds. Um, Two off-duty officers were present, 28-year-old Houston Police Department officer. I'm concerned for this person. You know, I talked about, you know, so when the Las Vegas thing happened, what do you mean when you when you were talking uh, with James? What do you mean? Well, when, when the Las Vegas thing happened, there was the big, you know, there are a couple of high profile, uh, you know, deaths, law enforcement, uh, Las Vegas PD folks who died after the deal, among other people, obviously. Uh, but also, you remember the fire situation in L.A.? And I talked about the four, I think they were all sheriff's deputies, who you know, just happened to decide to commit suicide all at the same time. So I hope this 28-year-old Houston PD officer doesn't have an accident. Or the 38-year-old Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission agent. Because those things have happened. The shooter, so the CNN article goes on, the shooter used a legally purchased AR-15 But again, who purchased it? With a Palestine sticker on it, police said, federal law enforcement source previously told CNN, you know, so local law enforcement can have spokespeople, but a federal law enforcement source doesn't have a name or a, uh, an agency or department or anything like that. Sources, sources say. Told uh, previously told CNN, "Free Palestine" was written on the gun. She also had a twenty-two caliber weapon in her bag, but that's been described as a rifle in a backpack, which was not used in the attack. Investigators are trying to determine whether she was politically motivated or a disturbed individual. Not both, maybe. I want to commend those officers. Again, she had a long gun. So Finner said, you know, they stepped up and did their job. I mentioned that earlier. Um, Shooter had a history of criminal charges and mental health problems. During a Monday news conference, Houston Homicide Commander Christopher Hasek said the shooter had used multiple aliases, including both male and female names. Moreno was put under 
an order for emotional detention in 2016. And uh, she has a mental health history documented uh, by Houston police, Hasig said. Records from the Texas Department of Public Safety show Moreno had a string of arrests for minor offenses over the last two decades. This reads like, I mean, this this person is the poster child for, you know, FBI suborning. We can make these charges go away. Minor offenses over the last two decades, including possession of marijuana, assault, illegal possession of a weapon. But, you know, this particular AR was purchased legally by whom, though, and when? Illegal possession of a weapon, resisting arrest, and a forgery charge. But in her 30s, she described herself on social media as the founder of a real estate and financial services firm. By her own account on social media pages... She is involved in sales of everything from new condos to shopping malls. Social media posts in March 2020 showed shows a screenshot of a form letter from Lakewood Church thanking Moreno for her donation. Bitter custody battle between Moreno and uh, representatives for ex-spouse's family. Moreno was also arrested on a weapons charge. Misdemeanor, which was cleared with two days uh, time served in the Fort Bend County Jail. So, questions there. According to police, there was some sort of family dispute between the shooter and her ex-husband and ex-husband's family, some of whom are Jewish. So, you know, just things for us to argue and fight about. What does that have to do with anything? Jewish people attending Lakewood Church? I don't know, maybe. This might possibly be where all this stems from, Hassig added. He said police also found anti-Semitic writings connected with the shooter. Again, what does that mean? Attorney William uh, Capasso said he represented Moreno in 2021 and 22 and told CNN, Janesse Yvonne Moreno went by the name Jeffrey Moreno Carranza at the time. How did that happen? Paso said he later withdrew as her attorney and she represented herself. She represented herself in divorce proceedings. Anyway. And then, you know, woman also threatened a bomb. Moreno threatened that she had a bomb. But authorities searched her vehicle. So within like two minutes, really? Searched her vehicle and backpack and found no explosives. But found a twenty two rifle in a backpack. That's an interesting backpack or an interesting twenty two rifle. She was also spraying some type of substance on the ground, Finner said. But did not share further details. She was busy in those five minutes. Pena said uh, fire authorities were on the scene and we're going to take our time to ensure that any issue, any risk that we see may be properly vetted. Anyway, there's more. What did the FBI know? You know, this person is definitely on the radar. 
night, hours after the shooting, FBI agents and other law enforcement searched the home in Conroe where they said uh, Marina lived. That's just the, the official story. What did the FBI uh, know about this person? We'll find out later. The FBI knew quite a bit. Doesn't seem like it seems like there's an effort to sort of keep that under wraps for now. And then there's, you know, Fox 26 Houston says on Monday, Montgomery County deputies, the FBI and other agencies executed a search warrant on a on a house uh, linked to Moreno at 9770 Gulfstream, Conroe, Texas. Congratulations, everyone. The neighborhood was doxxed. The warrant allowed officials to search the two-story home as well as attached garage and dark-colored sedan belonging to Moreno. Um, so was it Sunday or Monday? It's interesting, you know, how difficult it is to get the facts straight in a story that should be pretty simple, I think, and straightforward. With a Hollywood ending, as... Trevor Aronson mentioned. We always got to have a Hollywood ending. Anyway, that, that's just some of the nonsense. I, again, I think that as Americans, uh, we should be looking to Italy in the post-World War II days all the way up until the mid-90s and uh, seeing, drawing the parallels, seeing the similarities and saying... For 30 years, they were doing stuff over there. What's going on over here? And how are these weird things that don't make any sense and don't add up continuing to happen in the places that, you know, as CNN puts it, um, once considered safe, the safest places? I hope it was informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Please uh, pray for one another and support the network. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Hey there. Are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the Ease-Off installs fast, the effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.